Hi, it's Gone Kidding here with Monsters MMA and in association with Fightbook MMA. We have a nice quick little chat with uh, Tough 27 finalist and WBKFF fighter Jay Cuccinello. Jay's currently in Wyoming. He's getting ready to rehydrate and eat and stuff like that, so we won't keep him too long. Uh, we're going to find out how things are going and how he's got to this stage and how he's trained different for, for bare knuckle boxing. So wait for Jay to come on and uh, yeah, get talking to him. So I'll wait for Jay. Go check out Tasteless Tees. It's discount code MONSTARS10. CBD Life. Use discount code MONSTARS15. Ultimate Fighting Outlet. Use discount code MONSTARS MMA. And at Beard and Bones UK on Instagram. And use discount code MONSTARS10. So just uh, try to get Jay on. Hey man, what's up? Thank you again for joining me. What's up? Here we go. There we go. Always a there pleasure. So, how has uh, how has it been for you this week? Obviously, it's uh, a completely different venture to what you're used to. Cold. It's cold. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, cold out here. It's, uh, it's obviously yeah. The winter's um, coming in. It's the the White Walkers are coming down the mountain, you know. It's uh, it's it is cold here. So, um, but you know, it's it's been fun. I'm you know meeting some great people. You know, uh, Bass Rutan. You know, it's it's been great. I met him. Uh, Bert Watson. You know, the old babysitters of the UFC fighters. Um, so and you know, Chris Lieben's here, Johnny Hendricks. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. I I got I got out here on Saturday, I believe. So um, it's uh, I've been here a while now compared to a lot of other people. So. I'm ready to fight. I really am. So you uh, managed to adapt to the, the to the cold weather just for now. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, I mean, you know, I spent a lot of years in the military and stuff. So, but moving out to Spain, being out there for six <laughs> yeah. years, I was going to say it's a lot different to Spain. Spain. <laughs> yeah, that, that that sun weakens you. Weakens you in a, in itself, <laughs> you know. But uh, um, yeah, so I, I'm all right though. I'm good. So how is it? Good. Has it been any different to a normal fight week for you? Yeah, as I mean, it's it's a bit madness, you know. It's their first time. Um, there's been a lot of stuff in the in the background that's gone on, some evil things, you know, trying to trying to bring the company down, and um, so it, it hasn't gone like great, you know, for the company itself. They've had a, a real a real tough time. So, but have done nothing but look after me, and uh, you know, their their interest is for the fighters, you know. So it. I'm. Uh, I couldn't be happier, you know. I really couldn't. So next yeah, show is going to be pretty crazy. 
Yeah, they've had a bit of a rough week. Like you said, with people trying to bring it down and stuff like that, and people bad-mouthing what their contracts have said and fighters pulling out and stuff like that and trying to find late replacements. I know Johnny Hendricks only got a, a late replacement two days ago, I think it was, from his normal fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he... Um... He he had a a bit of complications. Again, it, it comes down to people outside. You know, it, when it comes down for, to fighters, fighters just want to fight. You know, they just want to get in there and get the business done. Um, with Brendan Ward, I you know there was a lot more to it than just him. It, you know, I, he wanted to fight, but um, again, being the new first first show and stuff, there's always there's always question marks, isn't there, about this yeah. and that and money and so there's a lot of politics in it. So. And there's a lot of sharks on the outside as well. So, you know, you, it's um, it all comes down to that kind of stuff. But listen, Johnny's fighting. He's got – he's the guy he's fighting is in good shape. I don't know much about him, but, you know, this is bare knuckle. And the one thing about it is it's not – you know, with MMA, like, guys could be past it, can't they? You know, guys yeah. can't really, you know, keep up with the, the, the sport as much with MMA and stuff. But bare knuckle, it's like – it, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are, or you know, or anything really. It's it it, it can uh, it's dangerous either way. You know, you can't just rely on being the younger, fitter guy. And you know, I certainly haven't thought that. I've come in this with a um, a decent game plan. You know, not just thinking I'm coming here for a brawl. So um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, and like you said, there uh, people can be sort of past it. And obviously, going back to how it's originally started, obviously with like the travelers and stuff like that, they, they carry on until they're older. And it's like, until their grandparents sort of thing, it's a thing of pride. So you don't have to be in your prime to be able to compete with younger guys in it. Like you said, it's brutal. And it's, it's one of them things of how much damage you can really take sort of thing. Yeah. And like you say, it, you know, that as much as it is brutal taking the damage, there's a, there's such a big defense game to this, you know, you know, it, as much as it is, you know, trying to be a, be a, be on the aggressor and be an attacker and creating damage, you know, being smart and being clever and having a good good guard as well is is important in this moving head movement and you know and just picking your shot shot selection is so 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 key in this you know it really is and do you um, think doing this makes you a bit of a smarter fighter? Obviously, like you said, it, it, there's no gloves or anything for that little extra bit of protection and you've been on the defensive and stuff like that and with your selected shots it kind of makes you think a little bit wiser obviously some guys go in there like with the UFC and they they go in there and put it all on and they stand and bang because they know that that one shot might potentially not knock them down whereas in this it could yeah exactly I mean it's it's definitely opened my eyes up and it's definitely helped me with my my the, the biggest thing I've, I've, I've learned a lot is my range you know my spatial awareness in fighting and um being in the right being in the pocket at the right time, coming out at the right time, um, picking my shots better with my punches, and you know, it, it's, it's it's definitely loosened me up from you know waist above, especially with my sh you know movement and stuff. So um, it's definitely helped me out. Um, and yeah, you have to think, you know, you can't just listen. I've got tough. Hopefully we haven't lost Jay. Hopefully he's still there. 
Oh, maybe we have lost him. Okay, I'm back. Here we go. <laughs> Hello, mate. It's alright. I think uh, I had 10% on my battery, so maybe because I've got low battery, it's, I don't know. What do you reckon? Yeah. You're the expert. Oh, <laughs> I'm no expert, I just uh, try my best. Yeah. So, yeah, Good. how have you, uh, no, it's uh, a bit different, like, you camp and you're training from what you're used to in mixed martial arts and stuff like that. How have you changed to try and, because you can't really do sparring as much for this to to get the right feel for it? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously the only thing that you can't feel is a knuckle to the face. You know, it's the only thing you're not going to feel, obviously, in sparring because you just can't do it. It's, it, it, it's just not, it's not, you know, you just can't do it. It's not going to happen, is it? You know, no. so um, just, you just do what you do. You know, a lot of this is down to conditioning, being fast. A lot of, a lot of ways to to win a fight, you know, and you have a lot of ways to to throw combinations, you know, to to open up openings and stuff. So, but with this, it's very, you're very limited in what you can do. You can't just do all of this overhand bombs and <laughs> big looping left hooks, and because you'll break your hand. Yeah. Doesn't matter who you are, how big you are, a skull. Your skull is a lot harder than someone's hands. It, 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 it's a fact, you know. So. You, you've got to be clever. You can't just go out there and just start swinging because uh, you, you've got to really pick your shots. So um, Yeah, and obviously, it's, I suppose it's... that's different from MMA. We've even seen it in MMA where guys throw a punch and a little duck and catching them in the wrong place. The head broke their hand. And we've seen it in boxing as well. Throwing that one shot breaks people's hand in boxing. So having no protection there apart from a wrap or a bandage, it's uh, like you said, it'll break your hand no matter who you are. Yeah, exactly. So it's you really have to um, switch on with it, you know, and it's, it's about causing damage. The rounds aren't long. You know, you've got five two-minute rounds. So that's not long at all. It's over like that. Ten minutes of fighting, it's 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 nothing, you know. So you, you, you have to you, – you really have to start fast and just keep that pace, you know. And it's, it's something that I think for my style, you know, I've always had good cardio. I've got good lungs on me. Um, I just, just got to keep, just got to keep doing what I do, and just, you know, just stick to the game plan. Don't get in a brawl. Some of the guys on this tournament are big, you know. I'm fighting at 155. I'm fighting at lightweight. I'm a, you know, if we want to be real here. I'm a, I'm a 135er in MMA, <laughs> and I don't even fight, you know. So I'm a, I'm, a, I fight at 145 and and stuff. So, but it's a challenge, and um, you know, I can't, I can't, don't want to stand there and clinch with these bigger guys and. You know, because they're going to try and use their weight on me. I, you know, it's, it, it's, there's no, there's no hiding that. So, but one thing I've got is my speed, my cardio, and uh, if that all, all else fails, I've still got my heart. You know what I mean? And I'm very hard. Yeah, like we said the last time, obviously you've, you've got, got me. bags and bags of the one thing that you can't teach people, and that's heart. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. I, I'm not. I'm not coming in there to. 
we've seen it from tough as well. Like you said, you're a 135er, but you, you went on tough as 145, and you even offered to fight a 155 as well. So we know you're not scared of a challenge either. No, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's so important. I mean, I'm not, I know so many guys out there in the fighting world and, you know, it's like you have so many people that have different plans and different ideas and, you know, like Louise Pena, you know, great guy. He's got tons of potential like him, you know, Mike Trezano as well. These guys, like their mindset is getting to the top and being a champion. You know, that is their mindset. And not that my mindset's not like that. My mindset's always just been like, test right i want to test i need a challenge and you know i'm not you know i'm not chasing gold you know belts and stuff I, I you know i just want to i just want to fight someone that's you know i've always had this thing where it's like i want to fight someone out there that's going to make me really question myself or make you know i don't believe i can someone can make me quit or you know i, I i've always you know i can be knocked out don't get me wrong i could be stopped i could be choked out but for someone to physically stop me, you know, and make me just go, oh, no, it's impossible, you know, and I know that, I know that because the person I am, but I think coming into, coming into this, it's a complete different ball game. It's something fresh, something that, you know, I'm, I'm looking to, you know, MMA, I love MMA and it's not the end for me for MMA for sure. You know, I'm going to still, still make some noise in MMA before I leave it for sure. You know, so, but I think everyone just has different challenges and different goals in life. My goal is to keep challenging myself. And, you know, when I look back and I leave, people will go, that man, that man, that man did something, you know, he did something. So um, you see so many people that chase and chase and chase and chase something. They never get there. But on the way, people don't even know who they are. You know, people don't remember, them. you know, no one, no one knows who they are. And that's purely on the basis of them just, thinking about getting to one spot, you know, it's like, I'm always thinking about a million other things, you know, it's, yeah, you know, wanna, we touched wanna... on it the last time, and obviously you were saying about setting a legacy as well, and legacy can have a lot of different things to a lot of different people, obviously, your legacy can be where you go undefeated, or anything like that, or you win the most belts, but like you said, you're chasing to challenge yourself and stuff like that, so if people look at your record at the end of your career, obviously they'll see that you've done MMA, and now you've done the bare-knuckle boxing, and you could go on to something different, then that's you setting your legacy, and it's different to what, like you said, Luis Pena or Mike Trezano's is. Yeah, you know, exactly. And it's 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 something that, you know, I haven't I haven't got that long left in it, and um, I could go forever, but, um, <laughs> you know, my girlfriend wouldn't be too happy about it, and I don't think a lot of people would. But, um, you know, it... I'm at that I'm at that point where it's like I've done so many things, especially in these last three years, like how I climbed and what I've done and what I've achieved and things I've been through as well. You know, um, I've had my girlfriend there with me and stuff. So it's it's been a great journey and it's been a great run. So now it's just it's just about it's just adding a bit more to it. You know, I don't you know I don't like I don't I'm, like for me I'm not chasing the UFC. I'm not chasing. You know, I don't, I don't want, you know, I don't want to be one of these guys that chases it, chases it, loses, chases it. You know, it's just not for me. You know, quality of life is key for me. And it's what I've got. I've got a great quality of life in Spain. And, you know, I go to work, I work hard and, you know, I train and stuff. And it's just something that I want to do. And coming out here and just doing this next little challenge, it's been great, you know, doing the tough so do show think, like I did. Like... Going for different challenges and stuff like that. Do you think you're enjoying it a bit more? 
it's like bringing yeah. the love sort of yeah. back to you. Yeah, for sure. Like coming off the, the top, it was great. You know, it's like a, it was a, it was a, when I was a teenager in the army, watching it on telly with one of my best friends, Matty, and that, and it's like I watched that, you know, and I got to be in it, one of the, in the near enough the last one, and made to the final as well. It's 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 unbelievable. But the whole process was is very stressful on on me and, and my girlfriend and our quality of life. Um, we went, you know, we didn't struggle, but it weren't like. You know, it just, it just, we had a lot of letdowns from it. And, but, you know, we achieved what we wanted to achieve. Um, and not getting signed by the UFC was, you know, it was a bit, you know, it was a bit of a blow, but it is what it is. You know, I moved on from it. It didn't bother me. But what I needed is, uh, like, my coach Luke asking me if I wanted to fight here, you know, on Cage Warriors and if I wanted this. And it was like, no, I did, you know, I just didn't have <laughs> nothing there. There weren't nothing there. You know, even like sat there thinking, what about if the UFC rang me now and went, oh, do you want a late replacement? It's like, it di- I didn't even, didn't even like register to me, you know, like Joe Gennetti, he's like man on possessed, you know, he's, he's on that social media and he, you know, it's what he wants, you know what I mean? So he's going, he's going out and getting it, you know, he's making sure he's, he's there every yeah. day on it, you know, for me, it's, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm happy with what I achieved. I put a lot of hard work into that show and, you know, I proved it with the Tyler Diamond fight, what I can produce. And I went in there with Brad and I laid it all out there. And it just weren't my night and it just weren't for me. So if I if they didn't want me, that, that's the way it is. But I still need to be active because I can't, you know, I went away for two weeks after the show and, you know, I started putting a bit of uh, bit of weight on. And, <laughs> you know, the more, the more I started sitting about eating and drinking, the more I started relaxing into that that retired life almost, you know? So I was like, oh, I can't sit here and keep doing this. So the bare knuckle thing was there. And I was like, Oh yeah, that, that really, you know, that really lit me up that. So, um, yeah. So how excited are you to obviously be on the first show and stuff like that? I know we touched on it last time, but to be asked to be on their first promotion, it's a, another thing to add to your legacy. And obviously for the promotion as well, that you're going to be on their first ever show. Again, it's it's just if this, this you know this show with the team they've got has the potential to go very far you know so it's in the same spot as where the UFC was that no one wanted it no one would sanction it no one thought it would be anything you know so I could be one of these guys you know in thirty odd years where this the the WBKFF is traveling around the world and it's got all these fighters and you know I could be one of them guys that was goes through the highlight reels. He was there, you know, it's so it, that's amazing to me. And, and this whole journey is about, you know, life experiences as well, isn't it? You know, experiencing things. And like yesterday I've been going to the local boxing gym. Um, and I, uh, had a bit of trouble with my corner man. My corner man's been denied entry into the U S so I've got no corner man here. So, no. um, yeah, so that's been a bit of a, been a bit of a blow, but, you know, I just have to get on with it and do what I do best. And, you know, my experiences have helped me to, you know, to go out and find someone. So I went to a local boxing gym, started training there. And I met a guy there and he's going to he's gonna come and corner me and stuff. Really nice guy. So, um, you know, truly blessed. And I had the privilege yesterday of getting in the in the boxing ring. And the kids class was on. And he had about 10 kids on there. And anywhere from 10 to 16. And he brought him in the ring and they all sparred me and I, I just worked my defense and stuff. And they chased me around and 
you know, and they were talking to me after, just asking me questions like, oh, so you're a UFC fighter? And, you know, it, <laughs> it was, uh, you know, things like that. It just like, it was a bit of a shit week. So like when I did that, it was, it was, a, I left the gym and it was like, this is what it's about, you know, leaving, you know, leaving places with great experience, great memories. Um, and, you know, that, that's priceless, that kind of stuff, you know, really, it really is. So, um, and people, I don't think people enjoy it enough, you know, the ride and stuff. And it's the same as like Mike and Louise, you know, it's one thing I always said to them and I, you know, I constantly said it to Louise as well. It's like, just enjoy it, you know, because these things don't last forever and you really, really have to hold on to them. And, you know, you follow their stories, Mike's and uh, Louise's and, you know, you see Louise getting kit out of his Reebok bag, you know, he's like, it's a kid and he's like Christmas, you know, and it's, that's the way it should be. You should be enjoying it, you know. Yeah, and like you said, you, you want to be on that highlight reel and stuff like that, that you could be on there for the first one. Um, I'm not 100%, but if I think, if I'm not mistaken, that Wyoming was the first place to sanction a full MMA fight, and it's the first place in America to sanction a first burger knuckle boxing fight as well. Yeah, Wyoming is uh, is, is the first place, yeah. Um, I think the UFC come here on their third one, I believe, UFC 3. Um, but yeah, you're right there. They are the first, I believe, and the first to do. They're definitely first to do the binnacle. But yeah, yeah, I'm sure you're right. They're the first to do the thing. So, um, but yeah, but they won't sanction uh, pro boxing fights here. It's a bit weird. Yeah, <laughs> they do amateur, but not pro. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy place. Nice people. And the person that you're on about this fighting Johnny Hendricks is also a former tough competitor as well. He fought on the Ultimate Fighter 15, I think. Did he? Yeah, yeah, he's 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 in good shape. He he's in good shape. Um, I've met him, spoke to him. So there's a few familiar faces here as well, like Julian Lane's here. Let me bang, bro. He's here. Um, he's Chris fighting. Uh, yeah, Chris Lieben. You know, Phil Baroni, um, Jimmy Jimmy Lennon Jr., the famous boxing ring announcer. He's doing all the ring announcing. Amazing. What you know? It's like. Some people like again for me. This is like memories. Like I, I sat down on Bass Root and Bert got in on Monday, I think. No Tuesday. I sat down and had breakfast with them, just chatting. <laughs> Bert, Bert Watson was in in my room for about you know an hour the other day. We we're just talking about stuff and you know he, this guy like dates back to like Joe Fraser and Muhammad Ali. He's been at every big boxing event. He was at Gotti the Ultora uh, Gotti Ward fight. He was at Tyson. Lennox, you know, he managed Joe Fraser in one of his first boxes. He went to all the Muhammad Ali flight fights. He worked with every big name boxer you could think of. I was reeling him off. The only one he never worked with was Lennox Lewis. Right. And I was like, you know, so all, you again, like this is all like talking to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, but this, you know, it's crazy, mate. It's absolutely crazy. This guy's so. You know, he's got so much like, and I, I'm again, I could sit there and listen all day to his story. So um, it was an amazing experience. And this is what it's about for me. My girlfriend's out as well. She's landed. She's in Salt Lake City at the moment. She's had a long old flight, bless her, but she will be here. So again, it's it, another, you know, I, I love, if, if it was just for me, I'd be fucking stupid. I'd just be fighting every day, like every weekend, probably like having a care. But luckily she ranged me in a bit and, you know, it makes, it gives me something to aim for, you know, to, to succeed, you know. I know I'm never going to be successful all the time, but 
that 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 the knowing that people, you know, have a duty of care for me and they they want me to succeed and they want me to go out and be my best makes me want to do good. You know, it really does. It gives me a, a you know a bit of a bit of strength to get in there and do it. Well, you can say hi to your girlfriend because I think she's watching. So uh... Taylor's watching. Yeah, I'm sure she is. She's a lovely lady. Mwah! <laughs> lovely lady. Well, I know you go to eat and stuff like that. Um, I'll let you go back to that. And you were busy when I rang you. Uh, it's a pleasure as always. Um, and all the best for tomorrow. Uh, you're one of the nicest guys I've ever spoke to. And I, I wish you all the best with this. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. No, I'm going to, mate. And I, obviously, I know you'll be watching. So it's going to be a late one to set your alarm. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it. it's currently 10 past one in the morning here. Yeah, nice, good man. That's what I like to see. Dedication. Don't you worry. I'm gonna get you a backdrop here. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna sort you out a backdrop. I'm moving we, house. We need to get you a backdrop. Have a proper setup. I'm moving house next week. Nice. Yeah. I think I've seen. I think I've seen every wall in your house at the moment. So. Uh... <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah good on you. Out your sponsors and stuff like that, and the people that helped you get yeah, there, yeah, and, uh, yeah. fire away. Yeah. So no, just again, like I've got so much support in the UK, in Spain. My family and friends, you know, they always always follow me. I love them all. I really do. Um, and my my Hope CBD sponsor, thank you guys. And um, Red Coat Apparel, Alex, one absolute guy. Sorted out my shorts, my t-shirts for me, everything, you know. Um, and I've got Bravo Company Coffee. Um, them guys have been absolute legends as well. And I've got Mike's gym that obviously has helped me through this camp, you know. Um, and Rob, my my boxing coach, Mike there himself. And all, just all my teammates that have helped me out, you know, the guys that from MMA side, they've come down and sparred me, Mario, um, Imad, you know, these guys um, have, have really helped me out, and um, Juan as well. So I'm just a lucky guy, you know, and I've got a, a lovely lady behind me that supports me and follows me around the world. And this is what it's about, you know, the, the dream to travel around the world and fight and um, just leave a little piece of me everywhere, you know, but just make sure there's enough left for my missus. That's all. So. <laughs> Well, it's an always a pleasure. I'm a big fan. And again, all the best for tomorrow. And I look forward to watching you. No, good man. Good work. Keep up the good work, brother. I appreciate it. It means a lot. Thank you very much. No worries, my man. Go and enjoy some See food. See you later, man. I will, yeah. <laughs> Cheers.